everybody. Welcome back to episode 11 of A Couple of Creeps podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Morgan, and I am joined by my co-host, Colin. Say hi, Colin. Howdy. Howdy do, everybody. Oh, God. I don't know why your voice was so gurgly. <laughs> Howdy do. Howdy do, everybody. <laughs> I got a lumbago. <laughs> my sciatic is acting up. Ugh. You'll have to talk on my left side. Scarlet Fever took my right ear. <laughs> You'll have to talk on my left. Scarlet, <laughs> Scarlet Fever took my right, right ear. Here. <laughs> and I like that you were in your your, your New Jersey mom. <laughs> that ain't a mom. That's a great aunt. <laughs> Come here, sweetie. Come give me and Sandra some kisses. <laughs> oh, Archibald, hi, buddy. <laughs> She's just all scaly looking. She uses like six different creams because her legs are so dry. She looks about 93, but she's just got pitch black hair from where she dyes it in a permanent. She looks about 93, but she's sitting at about 58. Got... <laughs> oh, what was what's this week about? Oh, I hope everybody has had a fantastic week. And this week I'm branching out a little bit. And we're going to talk about... Some Is that a pun? No, I didn't even think about it. You should have said yes. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, of course it was. Of course it is. I, I planned that 100%. Because you're branching out into what? Supposedly the world's most haunted forest. <laughs> and I'm going to apologize now. This forest, before I get into it, is in Romania. <laughs> so if you can't tell by my very sweet Midwestern accent... I uh, might not pronounce some of these words correctly, so I'm apologizing in advance. I've been practicing, but my Romanian is not very fluent. <laughs> I don't no. use it in everyday conversation, so therefore it just, poof, it's gone. Yeah, you don't use it, you lose it. That's exactly what it is. Same way with my mom and her French. Yeah. Just like, but yet somehow growing up, she would always just yell random French phrases. She probably knew three. And you just didn't pick up that it was the same three. I don't know. I don't you know. know. I'm not doing all. Parlez de français. I don't know. We were running through the rain run time, and she's just screaming, terrible, terrible. That's a word. Uh, but apparently, according to my mother, it's the same in French. But she's got her hands in the air, waving all about, screaming, terrible. Talk about this forest. Yes. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this forest, shall we? It's Romanian ghost forest. So, it is called the Hoya Bachu Forest. The Bermuda Triangle may be famed for its disappearances, but this Romanian forest is second to none when it comes to landlocked lore. The Bermuda Triangle is legendary as the Black Hole of the Ocean, a spot rife with mystery and eerie disappearances, and an untold number of stories of both ships and planes sinking into its unfathomable abyss. Never to be seen again. But the infamy of the world's most famous triangle does not stop at the waters of the North Atlantic Ocean. There's a spot in Romania that's just as famous for its disappearances. 
It's widely known as a bastion for paranormal activity and strange occurrences. The Hoyabachu Forest is in Rom- the Hoyabachu Forest in Romania may have an even eerier reputation than its sea-situated cousin. It is often referred to as the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. The vast Transylvanian forest is steeped in mystery and notoriety, and with good reason. Sorry, it made me think of Pawnee, Indiana, the <laughs> south, south of, of the, the north. north. Yeah, we're going to the Hayabacha Forest, the Bermuda Triangle, Triangle of Romania, Romania. <laughs> Pawnee, Indiana, the, the south, south of, of the, the north. north. Its twisted skeletal trees and undeniably hushed atmosphere only heightened the Hoya Bachu's forest reputation for the paranormal. A reputation hard-earned throughout the centuries due to stories of hauntings, disappearances, and even alien encounters. And its Transylvanian location certainly doesn't help. No. Sprawled in the wilds of northwest Romania, the over 700-acre forest is home to a number of unsettling tales that give even Vlad the Impaler a run for his money. Yes. Local legend and lore have contributed to the forest's air of mystery, and for hundreds of years it has been virtually impossible to separate fact from fiction. Is Hoyabachu simply haunted by its own reputation, or is there a shred of truth to the legends found within the legions of warped and bent trees? Sinuous centals that seem to exude a malignant aura all their own. While it's unclear as to the precise origin of Hoyabachu's forest haunted beginnings, it's often said that its horrific history began hundreds of years ago with the disappearance of peasants from the forest, similar to the lost colony of Roanoke. Mm-hmm. They vanished without a trace, never to be seen again. However, these early disappearances were just beginning, and it wasn't until the mid-20th century that the forest reputation as a paranormal place began to grow in leaps and bounds. All thanks to the alleged UFO sightings famously photographed in the 1960s by biologist Alexandru Sift. The flying objects gave the area a new dimension of weirdness and cemented its reputation as a magnet for strange and inexplicable events. There are a number of other stories that contribute to Hoyabachu's aura of mystique, and like many haunted places, it's hard to tell where the truth ends and the folklore begins. However, these tales have indeed entered into the collective consciousness and do contribute to the haunted halo that surrounds the sprawling Romanian forest and unexplained disappearances are just beginning. And while the stories of the disappearing shepherd and his 200 sheep and the disappearance and reappearance of a five-year-old girl are well documented. Perhaps the strangest vanishing in the lore of Hoyabachu is the tale of a woman who disappeared with a 15th century coin in her pocket, only to later return a significant time later with the same coin as if no time had passed. In addition to this, there are many first-hand reports of visitors to the forest coming out with symptoms that range from a mild case of unease, disquiet and overall creepiness to physical manifestations like severe rashes, headaches, and even burns. And while these symptoms are yet further entries into the forest's history book of strange and unexplainable phenomena, some say that the cause may actually be the forest soil itself. Hmm. Studies have shown a higher than normal level of radioactivity in certain parts of the subsoil due to the presence of natural uranium. Yeah. 
While the story swirling around Hoyabachu lent to a distinct aura of mystery that's hard to distinguish between fact and fiction, one thing is for certain, the forest is a lovely place to take a walk or a bike ride. For several marked trails, the park is a popular spot near... Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Kluji Napaka to experience some of the area's best outdoor recreation. And of course, many people do end up visiting the park without experiencing any of its strange phenomena, physical or otherwise. Um, here's a fun fact. The trees look straight from a sci-fi movie or some kind of dystopian parallel universe. The trees do not grow straight up, but bend and spiral, almost as if they were twisting their limbs to reach out and touch you. It makes me think of, was that Snow White? Yeah. When all the trees are trying to grab her? Mm-hmm. Even weirder is that all the trees turn in a clockwise direction. Scientists have been out to the forest to examine the tree growth patterns, but have been unable to figure out why the trees grow in such an erratic fashion. Hmm. I wonder if it has something to do with the uranium. Maybe. Or it could just be that place is... Fucked up. Fucked up. Besides the spiraling trees, the other weird thing about the vegetation of the forest is what is known as the dead zone. One section of the forest, almost a, a perfect circle, is an area where no vegetarian... <laughs> no no vegetarians vegetari- can live there. <laughs> they can't live there. <laughs> is an area where no vegetation can grow. The soil has been sampled, and it is unknown why nothing grows in this area. Moreover, um, this dead zone is where quite a bit of paranormal activity has been spotted. When you step into the dead zone, you're surrounded by forests, and you feel eerily removed from the rest of Transylvania. One of the legends surrounding the forest is that a young girl entered the forest and was lost for many years. Now, supposedly, she reemerged from the forest five years later, appearing unaged and unable to remember where she'd been. Another story that the locals tell is of a shepherd and his flock of 200 sheep, like I mentioned. Yeah. He entered the forest with his flock, never to be seen again. His sheep and their remains were never found. Yes, he just lost 200 sheep, just like, poof. Poof. And the shepherd. Well, yeah, but (laughs) it's it's not as strange for one man to go missing in the woods as As, it is an entire flock of sheep. Yeah, 200 sheep. And to not even find remains. Yeah. There are also stories of alien sightings in Hoyabachu Forest. Actually the first actually the forest first became famous in 1968 when military technician Emil Barna was out in the forest with his girlfriend and a few friends. It was a sunny August afternoon and his girlfriend told him that she saw something weird. He walked over to where she was standing and he saw it too, a shining silver disc in the sky. Luckily he had his camera with him and before the object bolted away he was able to capture four photos the four of them only saw the ufo for about two minutes but barna then developed his film and his pictures live on barna's photos were published in local newspapers and many people were very skeptical some said it was probably a couple weather balloons shot in odd circumstances or odd lighting investigators looked into weather balloons blimps or anything else that might have been in the sky in the area on that day but nothing could be found to explain the photos. The photo negatives were also examined to see if Barna had altered the images, but no evidence of tampering could be found. Still, other strange events have occurred in the forest. Many people who walk in just for a quick scare walk out with unexplainable symptoms. People claim that as soon as they walk in, they suffer from severe anxiety and feel like somebody's watching them. 
Others walk out with scratches or bruises, having no idea where they came from. Yeah. Some people believe the forest is haunted by peasants who were murdered there a long time ago. The forest holds a lot of history, as there's evidence of a settlement there dating all the way back to the Neolithic period. Evidence suggests that people originally settled there around 6500 BC, making it the oldest settlement in all of Romania. Who knows how many people have lived and died in the area that is now the Hoya Bachu Forest. Ghosts and other sightings of paranormal activity have been spotted here too. Sometimes people hear voices in the forest, giggles of women, or screams of young girls. Jesus. That's that's that fun. scare the hell out of you. Yeah. People have also heard the sounds of deer or horse hooves, even when there were none to be seen. Some see orbs floating near the trees, or they will take photos, and when they look at the photos, faces or orbs that were not seen in person are seen in the photos. Occasionally, people see faces right in front of them with their naked eye. That, that would scare, scare the, out of you. the piss out of me. Just to turn around and there just be There's someone just right there. Face. Sometimes people see glowing green eyes staring at them from a distance. But with all that being said, if you visit the forest, you'll have to let us know what you see out there. Yes. Whether it be creepy or if, you know, you just had a great walk. <clears throat> I'm always interested in like, um, <clears throat> it's like the thing in that that perked my interest was, um, like the possibility of there being uranium yeah. and that causing a lot of the, cause like to me, that's still really interesting of like, I remember a story on Reddit of this guy who thought he had like, maybe, I, I don't know what you want to call it, like a secret roommate, like a squatter living in yeah. his apartment Yeah, where he's like, I don't know where this person's living, but like, I'll, I'll go to bed when I wake up, I'll have like a post-it note. And like, I, I don't remember all the details, but he started leaving like, he thought he was going crazy. Mm-hmm. He was like, do I have disassociative dis- uh, you know, identity disorder? Things like that. And he started posting his experience on, on Reddit of like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Am I losing my mind? You know, what, what is happening? And a Redditor was like, do you have a carbon monoxide detector? And he came back later to thank that Redditor. He was dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. He had a slow leak in his apartment, oh my and God. he was he was losing yeah. consciousness, and he was having like blackouts, basically lapse in his memory from where yeah. the gas was affecting him. And so, to him, this is really scary, creepy. Do I have a poltergeist? Is there a ghost in my apartment? Things like that. Yeah. And it was him. And so, I find stories like that really interesting, where it's like sometimes, you know, a a, a, a fact, science based explanation can be just as like scary or creepy or fascinating to hear about. We're like, these people are going into the woods and thinking they're seeing faces and you know, it's like this haunted forest. And it's like, no, you're being poisoned. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Before we go back to my story, you talking about him thinking there was a squatter in his apartment made me. So I listened to a podcast called, and that's why we drink. Uh And every month on the first, they do a reader's episode where some of their fans have sent in some of their own stories. Yeah. And I forget what the prompt was for this particular episode, but you saying that made me think about the story that I heard. Um, apparently the reader who sent it in, it was her friend and her sister who experienced it. They, so the parents and them lived in their house, you know, they had an attached garage and they would go out to the garage and like things would be moved or like, yeah. because it was an attached garage, they left the kitchen door that went into the garage unlocked. unlocked. Sure. And they would come home from like school or work <clears throat> and things would be moved or, you know, yeah. well, I thought we still had milk, but 
Right, yeah. There's none in the fridge. And, you know, it was just little things like that. Nothing yeah. to really make them think that something was going on. Yeah. Well, the sisters were home early one day and they went out to the garage because they had like a second fridge where they kept drinks and right, stuff. Yeah. And one of the tiles in the ceiling was moved. And, you know, thank God they were with it enough to go. That's oh, not right. That's not right. Yeah. And they went back in the house, locked the door, called their mom and dad. Yeah. Because they're like, we, we got to go, but we right. need to tell mom and dad. And, of course, dad was like, yeah, get 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 out yeah, of the house. house. right? And they called the police, and there was a homeless person. Living in their, living, the, the, like, attic yeah. of their garage. And, you know, they, you know, after they knew that, they would. They start thinking, they're like, it made sense. It made yeah. sense. And they're like, you know, we'd hear kind of what sound like footsteps, but there's four of us in this house. Right, yeah. You know, all of us thought, well, someone's oh, just it's up. somebody else. Yeah. Somebody else is just up. Or, you know, the house is settling. Right. But you talking about that made me think about it. And I'm like, that is horrifying. horrifying. Yeah. And I. Because then it makes you think of all the times where, like, it feels like there's someone there. Yeah. You know, like, am I being watched? You know, when you get the, yeah. the, 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 ting- the tingles on, like, the back of your neck where you're like, is there yeah. someone back there? What is, you know, why do I feel eyes piercing into me? And then you're like, oh, God, was I actually yeah. being looked at? Yeah. And, you know, of course, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. What what would have happened? Right. What if, and thank God he was seemingly harmless. Friendly, Yeah, yeah, as friendly as that but, someone you know, like that can be. What if one of them had truly gotten up in the middle of the night and to like go, God, if, go in the fridge? And he was in the house. Right. Yeah, had a run-in with him. Or, you know, heard him in the garage mm-hmm. and opened it. You know, what would have happened then? But, yeah, th- I remember listening to that story. And, of course, the two wonderful women who host this podcast said the same thing I did of, thank God, you know, they were aware of their surroundings. and Because yeah. it was a house, they, you know, they lived in their entire life. They right. knew Dad would never leave that there. Or that, right, yeah. That was out. And, you know, just going out there to grab drinks from the fridge and being like, so that's not right. Yeah. And then, you know, having the well enough with it to go and lock the door and go, okay, we got to get our phone. We got our keys. We got to get out of here. Right. And calling dad. But just that whole, I, so I work in the medical field and sometimes I'm by myself a lot. So I put an earbud in and just listen to it while I do my job. And I can remember listening to it being like in the back room by myself like <laughs> oh that's horrifying to think about and you know we live in a relatively old house right yeah we're like oh god and and it's got the old type of attic where it's not like a, a draw no string one you, you know where have, you pull it down and you have to get a ladder yeah take it upstairs move the door you know the, yeah. the panel and then climb up in there yeah Nah. and i'm gonna be honest so the house that we live in my parents lived in before us right and i can't tell you the last time my dad has been in that attic right yeah no nobody's been in that attic in yeah you know years so my family has owned this house for 30 plus years yeah and i have maybe one memory of my dad having to get up there, having to get up there and it's because we were replacing windows in the house or you know right we were having work done on something and they needed in the attic right and other than that there's nothing and i'm like i know there's no easy way i know there's no like possible way for someone to get in there 
But still. But still, because we have to walk under it to go down the hallway to get down the stairs. But, yeah, I just wanted, not to go off the tangent, I just wanted yeah. to share that story. Yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, if anyone, so, quick shout out, real quick. I have a very dedicated listener in Belgium, <laughs> and I want to thank you, you know, but just, hi, thank you. <laughs> I had to get that out while I was thinking about it, because yeah. I didn't want to forget again. I told Colin last week I wanted to do a shout out to you, because I think from day one, you've been just, you've been on it. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But, you know, just reading the story yeah. made me think, you know, sure, it could be the uranium in there. Right, yeah. And who knows? Maybe that's why the trees grow the way they do. Maybe that's right, why there's yeah. the dead zone of nothing growing there. Not yeah, even vegetarians. Yeah, creepy for a reason. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no vegetarians <laughs> no can vegetarians live there. No vegetarians can live there. But, you know, or there could honestly, it's Transylvania. Yeah. <laughs> who knows what's happening in Transylvania? Or maybe it's the other way around. Transylvania's always had this creepy lore around it. Yeah. Because of, yeah. you know. Because of the the natural things about it that make it creepy, so now it's like a self serving thing. Yeah. Of like, I mean, Bram Stoker was creeped out by Transylvania yeah. because it's a creepy environment. Yeah. So now we associate it with creepy stuff. Yeah. You know. And talking about, you know, Bram Stoker and Vlad the Impaler and Dracula yeah. and everything, when I wrote this and I, you know, I read that they had said that about him, all I could think about was Vlad what we poker. do in the shadows and yeah. Vlad the Poker. Yeah. No Archibald, but I I found it very fascinated. Yeah, I don't know, and apparently they do tours in there. You can do like a day tour. Yeah, or they actually do tours where you go in overnight and camp, camp. out in there. And a couple of the stories that I saw was from um, I couldn't get a whole lot of info. Yeah, so I didn't include them in here. But one of the tour guides who's been doing it for a long time, he said, you know. I personally haven't experienced anything. He's like, however, I have had quite a few people who are on this tour with me come up and go, um, one of the girls in the tour is still in the back. Yeah. And we went up to talk to her and she disappeared. We don't know where she went. Yeah. And, you know, they're explaining what she looked like to him. And right, he's yeah. like, that's not part of our group. That She's not part of our group. I don't remember anyone like that being in this group. But he said that's happened a few times of where people will see somebody yeah, go up to them and like they, you know, go behind a tree or whatever. Right, yeah, and they're not there anymore. And they're not there. But, yeah, I don't think I could do a night tour in there. No. Uh -uh. But um, if I ever had the chance, I might do a day tour. It's, yeah. They said it's beautiful and I was looking at pictures of it and it truly is. Yeah. It's got wonderful walking paths and bike trails. But... <laughs> It's a lovely national park. Lovely national park in Romania. Um, if any of you have ever been there, please let me know. Yeah. I would love to hear if you had any experiences or if you didn't experience anything at all. You know, it could be science. Could be um, <laughs> ghosts. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Um, could be aliens. Could be a hundred different things. But if you've been there, I want to hear about it. And... You can reach me at my email, which is the letter A, a couple o creeps at gmail.com. And I do have a Facebook and Instagram. 
And I've been trying to be more active on my Facebook. Yeah. I kind of forget about Instagram because <laughs> as just a person, I don't use it a whole lot. So right. I don't think about it. But I have gotten quite the following on Facebook. Yeah. And if you're not following me yet, I would love it if you did because I try to post like a, a sneak peek. A little teaser. A little teaser of what to expect the you know this week. So give me a follow. Give me a like. You know, send me an email. Tell me what you think, what I can improve on. That I am just a lovely, lovely person <laughs> with an amazing voice that you could listen to all day. You know, whatever you want. But I think that's all I have for you this week. Is there anything you want to add, Colin? No, I don't think so. Well, as always, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And I will see you next Sunday. Stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>